0: There are monsters who dwell in our nightmares. Creatures of unspeakable horror, plotting to destroy mankind. But in this world, there are warriors who have the courage to confront this evil. Ah! Ah! The original screen team is back, featuring all your old friends and starring the world's hungriest hero. Stoopy-dooby-doo! We're hungry, and we're gonna get some food to go! Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have never met a pair who ate so much. Join Scooby and his pals as they go from unmasking phony monsters to searching the country for real cases of the supernatural. They venture deep into the Louisiana Bayou to a mysterious island haunted for 300 years. <laughs> if they want haunted, they come to the right place. People go into that bayou and they don't never come out. Here in this swamp, you will learn the secret of Moonscar Island as our heroes battle the forces of darkness, and worst of all, catch. Who brought this... this... dog? Uh, wrong? Where? <laughs> Is that? This here's my hunting pig, Mojo. What were you doing out here? Huddled. Oh,
1: There's something suspicious about that gardener.
0: Yeah, he is suspicious, but he is kind of cute. You'll have a beautiful view of the Harvest Moon tonight. I hope you'll be comfortable here. What's going on? It was a nightmare. Ms. Lenoir and I went outside to wait for you when we were attacked by these... these... <laughs> zombies?
2: <laughs> but there's always a logical explanation for these things. What's that?
0: <laughs> it's the
2: fisherman!
0: No! It's the ferryman! Ro! Really? Oh. Maybe it's real. So come along with Scooby and all the gang in their most frightening mystery ever Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Because this time, the monsters are real.
2: Welcome, everybody, to a long overdue podcast. So, here I am, Paul Dolsky, with
1: Tessa Baker.
2: And, well, we got something interesting and a little bit more of the old school cartoons for the inner child of us, I would say. Because we're looking at the 21st anniversary of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And, well, so, I guess we'll start right off with, so, Tessa... When this movie came out, did you actually see it when it came out and if so, do you re- remember at all your first impressions of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island?
1: Yeah, I do remember it back when I back when I was a kid and I uh watched it when it first came out. Um I love I loved classic Scooby-Doo anyways. Um, I thought it was really good actually. Um, my sister and I, we used to watch Scooby-Doo all the time when we were kids, so this was like a big thing for us, and my inner child was screaming, because I was like, oh, this is cool, you know, they're doing, like, a movie with zombies and Scooby-Doo, so this should be interesting.
2: Right, right. And I want to say I rented this uh, on VHS back in the day, because, you know, we were looking at... 1998, and to be exact, it's actually this month, September, and it's going to be the 21st anniversary on September 22nd. Wow. Um,
1: Time flies.
2: Scooby-Doo is now illegal to drink and smoke here in Vermont because, (laughs) uh, let's put it this way, our state decided that they wanted to make it so that now you have to be 21 years old. To not only drink but to smoke too, but uh, since this is not really a political thing, I, I don't really like talking to politics that much. But I, I at least gotta say this. So we now have it so that you gotta be twenty one to smoke and drink, but you can be eighteen to go and get killed for defending our country. What? How did that make sense? Anyway, moving onward. So. Uh, yeah, VHS days, if you can remember those, and oh god, I feel bad for anybody that doesn't know what a VHS tape is. So, anyway, moving on, I will want to say, uh, my sister and I did not watch it together. I don't even think my sister was a big Scooby-Doo person. But then again, my sister was never really home, so she was always off with one of her friends anyway, yada yada yada. I, personally, that watched it, who watched and loved the original classic Scooby-Doo's, was actually kind of terrified of this film, because it was the first Scooby-Doo where the monsters were not somebody in a suit or a mask. It was actually real monsters that came into play, and that kind of spooked the shit out of me, because, you know, you're so used to them solving the mystery and pulling the mask over the person's face whether it be an old man or just something and then it never quite really makes any sense of how they were doing it but i guess
1: criminal pretty much with a backstory and they were using a monster to kind of cover up their criminal activities trying to make it seem like it was a supernatural thing
2: right right but it doesn't make sense when like there's an old lady that was standing eight feet tall dressed as a monster though stilts But, anyway, that old lady must be in shape. But, yes, I was terrified of it. Uh, now, let's see. For just a basic rundown, babe, what can you tell us that is Zombie Island? Just a little rundown.
1: Just a little rundown? It's basically, um basically later on when um Fred and Daphne are off doing their own thing the group's disbanded and um Fred and Daphne are doing their own show called like Ghost to Coast or something with Daphne Blake and they're trying to like do the whole monster thing and none of the monsters are
2: real, real
1: and she really misses doing mysteries with the old gang and so fred devises a plan to get the whole the old gang back together and to do some mysteries and kind of like rekindle that spark for the mystery team
2: you had a mystery game yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so so well, Shag- well, yeah well. so shaggy and scooby are working a customs job at an airport, working with you guessed it, food, um, and they
2: eat it all, and they, of course, and, they and, and that's they, how to get fired.
1: Yep, and that's how they get fired because they can't control their appetites. And Daphne, I mean not Daphne, Velma has her own bookstore.
2: Well, yeah, which she published like all of their adventures yep. in books form.
1: Yep. So she is a author, and she has her own bookstore. Um, so, Fred devises a plan to get the whole group back together, surprise Daphne with it, and they proceed to start going on their mysteries again. And they're getting discouraged because they're not coming across any real monsters. Daphne more so is the one getting discouraged because she really wants to find something, a real monster. She doesn't want to keep finding people in masks. So, like, they end up in Louisiana, They end up in Louisiana at a market, like a marketplace, outdoor marketplace, and they meet Lena. And Lena proceeds to tell them about Moonscar Island and the legend behind Moonscar Island and um, like, oh, you should come out there. We have some really, you know, scary, spooky things out there and you could probably capture something out there. So, she gets them to follow her out to Moonscar Island. They take a ferry out there, which is run by Jacques. And they get out there and they meet Miss Lenoir, who's like the head house house lady. And she has a ton of cats.
2: Which gets Scooby-Doo in a lot of trouble. Because
1: Scooby-Doo hates cats. So, they have to be distracted with food, of course. And, oh, Cinder's popping up to say hello. We love our kitties. So, but... Yeah,
2: Cinder wants to say hi. Say
0: hi, baby.
1: Cinder. Anyways, so they, they get out and they meet Miss Lemois at the island. Scooby-Doo gets in trouble with Miss Lemois' cats. Um, Go see mommy. They get distracted. Lena distracts them with food and says, well, here, I'll make you some of my, you know, gumbo, blah, blah, blah. And they go off and they have a picnic. And Meanwhile, Lena and Miss Lenoir are showing the the rest of the gang around the house and trying to, like, debunk things that they see happen and blah, blah, blah.
2: Until about the time where there's a goat pirate, But they don't really see it, except, well, Fred kind of captured it, but we don't really see it per se until Fred goes back and looks at the footage.
1: Yep, until Fred reviews the footage from the kitchen.
2: And, of course, we get the infamous, get out, Uh, that was carved on the wall, pretty much a warning to scooby and everybody else that's there because you know scooby and shaggy are always hungry so of course that's why bottomless they're in the kitchen pits.
1: bottomless pits always hungry so
2: but yeah i mean that's pretty much the purpose and then we get we get this angry gardener too who like trying to keep the place Bo. 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 yeah trying bow is trying to keep the place together He's always angry at the fact that Scooby is messing up his flowers. Oh, he's digging
1: up my flower beds. But, I, I haven't seen this movie too yeah, many neither, times. Neither
2: of us have. I just <laughs> I just like it, Tessa to stay in the name because I'm just horrible with names, period. I can tell you everything that happens in this movie pretty much, but when it comes to specific characters that isn't, inside the mystery game i just don't remember
1: so that's where i come in
2: yes so anyway uh spoiler alert but i mean come on 21 years ago you should know this by now it's not uh, uh skip ahead like 30 seconds anyway so Bo the gardener is actually an undercover cop now Tessa, do you remember why he was undercover to begin with?
1: Because he's trying to figure out like the dis- disappearances of the island. Because people have gone to Moonscar Island and never come back from it; they've disappeared.
2: Right, tourists. Yeah, yeah. tourists.
1: They've traveled there and they never came back. Yep. So he's he's um, doing an investigation on the disappearances of the tourists.
2: Yep, and then we run Then we meet a hog. That is Mojo. Yeah, Mojo. Who's actually that one guy's pet? What's his
1: name? Oh God, what was his name? The fisherman. The Um, fisherman. I think it was.
2: Let's see. Uh,
1: That's the only name I'm having trouble with right now. You're going too far. Go down. Snakebite Scruggs. Yep, that's him. Yep, Snakebite Scruggs and his his pet (coughs) pig, pet hog, Mojo.
2: Yeah, who is just one angry fisherman? Well, once again, Scooby and Shaggy just like to piss him off because he's always getting in the way of Bite Scruggs fishing. So, once again, whoops. So, what is really cool, though, is if we look at the cast, there is actually some of the original voices as i remember correctly like frank welker i believe is one of the original voices of scooby-doo back in the classic days so i mean and he he done so much it's just ridiculous like his list is just is like a mountain of credit it's
1: extensive Let's yeah. just put it that way. We're just going to shorten it down. It's extensive. I mean, He's I'm done a lot there. of work.
2: I mean, I haven't even reached where I want to be, and it's just to keep going and going and going, doesn't it, babe?
1: Yep. It's an ongoing list of credentials.
2: Well, let's see. we got to think. The original classic, even though we're not really talking about the original right now, but we need to look at it as, well, it what was, was that 19...
1: Sixties wasn't it? Right here,
2: nineteen sixty-nine to nineteen seventy. He was Fred, a cat, and an elephant, apparently. So yes, so Frank Welker is one of the original voices of the Mystery Gang. I do not remember anybody else is, unfortunately. But you know, I could be wrong too. I just don't want to go through all of them just to tell you. But I definitely know. Fred would definitely wanted the original voices. So, without really giving too much away, which we already have, I think, just by saying, "Well, this is really a real monsters instead of a fake one." For one,
1: yeah, but we didn't we didn't explain how or why there's real monsters.
2: Right. So, Tessa, real quick, after twenty one years of this film, would you say this film? for Scooby-Doo, still holds up to even today.
1: Yeah, I think it still holds up. It's, it's still one of my favorite Scooby-Doo movies, to be honest.
2: Now, one of the interesting things that is going around is, do you find that this is too scary for children? But
1: mm, that depends on the kid, really, how the kid is brought up. If the kid is brought up with horror, like me, then it wouldn't phase them too badly. But if it was like... You know a child that wasn't brought up with horror as like a what's the word i'm looking for like a upbringing then it would probably appear to be scary to them like a smaller younger child probably it would probably scare because it would probably be like oh my god monsters you know they're gonna eat me or they're gonna get me or something like that but it really depends on the age bracket and whether or not the child was brought up with horror or elements of horror.
2: Um. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with like what Tessa said. It really just depends on the kid and even the parent, I think, because, you know, um, I guess it really depends on what they allow their kids to watch at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some dark humor cartoons out there, but Scooby-Doo, I don't really think had that much dark humor compared to what we have nowadays um but then again we'll get showed like Ren and Stimpy and uh Spongebob that actually have some real dark humor <laughs> Scooby-Doo on the other hand there could be some dark humor but right now my memory does not really say no there's none And so it's just ridiculous. So I don't know. Now, today, that when this is releasing, if you did not know, ready for this? So 21 years later, after the original, we get a sequel, and this is called Return to Zombie Island. Okay. So first thoughts, Tessa. When you heard that there's a sequel of them returning,
1: I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do. But I'm hoping that they do it well and they give it justice. And it's not something that just bombs. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll outshine like the original Scooby Doo, a Zombie Island, but. I'm hoping that it does well. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see what they're going to do with it. How it's going to play out.
2: Right. Now, what I find very interesting is that... So, the first movie for On Zombie Island, it was about an hour and 17 minutes. The sequel that is released today um, is an hour and 20 minutes. So... Yeah, what are they going to do? And the interesting thing is that apparently the gang is in retirement, actually. And I guess they're getting pulled out of retirement to investigate a mystery on the familiar zombie-infested island. And on top of it, they said we are supposed to now know what causes the zombies on zombie island to begin with that's where i'm kind of skeptical
1: what the original zombie
2: the sequel trying to play off the original by giving us a reason of what how the zombies are being reanimated yeah which again uh it kind of
1: explains it a little bit in the first scooby-doo on zombie island because it was more of like a curse of restless souls, restless spirits.
2: Yes, because of the pirates. Seeking vengeance?
1: No, not the pirates. The pirates were the ones that were seeking retribution. They were seeking revenge on the women.
2: Right, which caused the curse, though.
1: Because yeah, because they prayed to their their cat god.
2: Not just that, but they pretty much, because of them coming onto the island with all this tourists, it made them go into the swamp to get killed by the alligators and crocodiles. While the three women...
1: Came back with revenge against the pirates and everything. Right. With the curse. Right. Which wiped out the pirates, which made the pirates and the future tourists and stuff become... Vengeful spirits.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, we us just put way. it this way. We us just put it this way. So, when we were just talking about that message in the kitchen with the whole get out, it's actually the pirates trying to tell Scooby and, his, and the gang to get out because of the women. It was, a warn-
1: it was a warning. Yeah.
2: They were trying to get the gang out. So, everything that we see with the pirate-wise is all trying to get them to leave the island to not have them fall into the hands of what happened to them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I am still kind of skeptical, but I will be watching it. And Tessa and I will be... Giving
1: our thoughts on it.
2: Yep, with a review. And we will be doing an episode for it as well. But, uh, oh man... Was there anything wrong with the original Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island? Not you? in
1: my opinion, no. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it had a good flow.
2: Yeah, I can't I can't think of anything. I can't
1: complain about the first one. I can't
2: either. So I just hope they just do justice 21 years later.
1: I hope so, too.
2: Why they needed a sequel, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. Yep. And for those... I guess listening, did you like On Zombie Island? If not, what is some of your favorite Scooby-Doo movies? We'd like to know. Leave a comment in the below and below. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it in the future. Um, we did get some more Scooby-Doo movies to our collection now. And for those that did not know, there's actually a 50th anniversary coming for the original classic cartoon. Now coming to Blu-ray. And, yeah, I better stop talking because we still got that episode to do, too. But, at this point in time, I think Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island still holds up 21 years later. It is one of my favorite Scooby-Doo movies of all time. Might as well. All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back to let you know what we thought of Scooby-Doo Returns to Zombie Island. And, as always... Stay scary.